Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Claire. And this is the third episode of the Lonely Sluts podcast, and it is titled Just Friends, because we have them, and we want to talk about it. Specifically, we want to talk about guys and girls being friends. Um, is it weird? Can it happen? Can you be friends with an ex? Can any of this stuff happen? We're just curious. So, yeah. I especially want to talk about the phenomenon that keeps happening in my life where men just want to be my friend <laughs> like instead of dating me, which is very upsetting. And then men that I just want to be friends with want to date me. So that's uh, fun. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first... We have guy friends, totally platonically. We have a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. Um, I, Tyler, Grant, <laughs> Justin, We're just Bradley. We're just, um, shout out to all you guys. Taylor, Taylor, Aaron, <laughs> shout out to being our platonic male friends. Um, yeah, and I can honestly, I can safely say I've never envisioned myself being in a relationship with any of these people. Yeah, I just, after we shouted out all these people by name, I'm like, shit, did I forget anybody? <laughs> Like, I have any other male friends that I forgot? If I forgot you, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, these are, I would say, very platonic relationships with all of these people. And as far as I know, it is mutually platonic, but that's kind of the ambiguity we're addressing. Oh, yeah. Well, I know for a fact all of mine are platonic. That's what you think, and that's the... the... Well, at least one, because they're engaged, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A handful of my dudes are married. One is gay. Uh, yeah, it's... I'm pretty confident that these are platonic relationships. But have you ever seen When Harry Met Sally? I have not. Oh. I've heard it quoted, multiple parts quoted, so, so many times. I have um, but I've not actually it. watched it. When Harry Met Sally is my favorite movie. When I was in the 11th grade, Leanne and I, I bought it on DVD, and Leanne and I watched for like 12 hours straight. <laughs> we watched it like so <laughs> many times, like six times in a row, back to back, all day. And that was me with Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting that out there. I don't know how Jumanji, like, um, if that has any commentary on the men and women being friends thing. It does a little bit. It does. <laughs> Would you like to share? Oh, no, I don't need to go into that, but, <laughs> but it's present. Well, I've done some uh, prep and research on this because I'm a slut for research. And when Harry Met Sally is like very specifically about men and when men and women being friends and when and if that can work. And so for those of you who haven't seen the movie, like Sarah, there's um I have a little clip I wanna play and to set it up, they have just met she Sally is like friends with this girl whose name I cannot remember. And the girl that she's friends with is dating Harry. And so Harry and Sally are both moving to New York, and they don't know anybody there. And so they're going to, like, ride together to New York. Like, that they're just, like, moving together. That's the whole setup. So they're on this road trip. And um, this is, like, halfway through the road trip, and Harry's, like, he just, like, notices her. And he's, like, you know, you're very attractive. And she gets upset because she's, like, you're coming on to me, and that's not, like, what I want. And at the beginning of this clip, she's, like, we're just going to be friends. And this is what he says in response. We are just going to be friends, okay? Great, friends. It's the best thing. You realize, of course, that we can never be friends. Why not? What I'm saying is, and this is not a come on in any way, shape, or form, is that men and women can't be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. 
That's not true. I have a number of men friends, and there is no sex involved. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I only think you do. You're saying I'm having sex with these men without my knowledge? No, what I'm saying is they all want to have sex with you. They do not. Do too. They do not. Do too. How do you know? Because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? No, you pretty much want to nail them too. What if they don't want to have sex with you? Doesn't matter, because the sex thing is already out there, so the friendship is ultimately doomed, and that is the end of the story. Well, I guess we're not going to be friends then. Guess not. That's too bad. You were the only person that I knew in New York. So what are your thoughts on that clip? I did not like it. <laughs> I did not like what he had to say. I did not like the way he said it. <laughs> it made me angry because, I don't know, I was I felt like her during the clip. I was like, I have guy friends. They don't want to have sex with me. I have not had sex with them. And, um, yeah, it frustrated me. <laughs> okay, spoilers for this movie. It came out, like in the 80s so if you haven't seen it you can get over it i'm gonna tell you sarah i'm sorry so they meet again and they're both he's married and she's engaged or something like that and, or no she never gets engaged she's like in a serious relationship and he's married and they meet and they're like he's like oh maybe we can be she's like i thought we couldn't be friends and he was like oh yeah guess you're right okay and then they go <laughs> their separate ways again and then they both get broken up with separately and this is like 10 years later and they run into each other and this time they become very good friends but can you guess what happens next they get together fall in love and then they get in a fight but then happily ever after as you know rom-coms do is this the film that he does the speech about how she gets cold at like 76 degrees or something yes 75 degrees (laughs) yes oh sorry (laughs) oh god I used to have that whole thing memorized i have no comment so that movie says men and women cannot be friends and then like you think like psych they can and then it's like no they're in love so there's that but frustrating that's not like super factual considering it's a you know rom-com made up film (laughs) yeah i have done some real legitimate research from psychologytoday.com and i found an article called can men and women be friends? And it literally references when I got Sally in here. And so that's why I was like, aha. But I'm going to read a little quote from my girl, Linda Cepadin. I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> Linda Cepadin. I think it's Cepadin. Anyway, it says, The belief that men and women can't be friends from is from another era in which women were at home and men were in the workplace. And the only way they could get together was for romance. Now they work together and they share sports interests and socialize together. This cultural shift has encouraged psychologists, sociologists, and communications experts to put forth a new message. Though it may be tricky, men and women can successfully become close friends. And then it goes on to say films like When Harry Met Sally. And then also the show Friends, where like Monica and Chandler have a lot of relationships that started as friendships. And they end up getting romantically involved in the end. And it says these cultural images are hard to overcome. So it's like difficult for people to see an opportunity to be friends with the opposite sex because you're immediately looking at them from a dating perspective even if you don't want to just because that's been ingrained in your brain that said this is all for heterosexual couples 
Yeah, very heteronormative uh, perspective that we have going on here. This is assuming that both parties are heterosexual and at some point may or may not be interested in each other, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like the potentials there, because that's the lens we're looking through. But this article lists um, five challenges, and I kind of want to go through those. And then it also lists six truths about men and women being friends. And so the first challenge is defining the relationship if you're going to be friends or lovers. So I already kind of mentioned that. Like, it's hard to figure out, like... I love the idea that you have that up front right at the beginning, though. And they're like, hey, my name's Clyde. And I'm like, cool, I'm Sarah. Are we going to be lovers or not? <laughs> that's 100% true. And if your name's Clyde, we're just going to be friends. <laughs> it's an immediate just friend moment. Yeah, I will say that that is true, actually. I, like, can't see myself romantically being involved with people with certain names. And it's literally oh, to yeah. no fault of their own. They could be best, nicest, greatest person on the planet. But if their name's Bob, I don't know. It's going to be really hard for me to be serious and be like, I love you, Bob. Like, I um made out with a dude named Bobby. Bobby's better, I guess. If you no, went if you went by Bobby, in my better. head, it makes Bob is too short. Like, it's too. This is my boyfriend, Bob. <laughs> I can't handle it. Okay, so defining relationship, friends or lovers. The second challenge is overcoming attraction. And then it goes on to say there was a study in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. And 62 of the subjects in that study reported that there was sexual tension in their cross-sex friendships. My first question is how many people were – okay, I was going to say were involved in the study altogether because if it was – that many out of like 70 i'd be like wow impressive <laughs> um no 62 percent oh 62 percent okay um 60 percent of people so over half yeah felt sexual tension in their cross sexual relationships Crop, yeah <laughs> that was phrased on by me yeah, so like, i i would buy that i feel like oh i definitely believe that's a thing i in like at work, I don't like. I've never felt sexual tension oh, by any, by any of the guys that I work with. I think it's well. To be fair, in my work environment, it's very organized chaos, like high volume, fast paced, like not a whole time, a lot of time to like sit and chat. Um, so that probably contributes to us not chatting and doing things. Well, that's nice for you. <laughs> challenge number three i'm just moving on challenge number three is establishing equality women are at risk of subconsciously adopting a more submissive role in cross-sex friendships just because cultural baggage um let's see in a culture where men have always been more equal than women which i think is an interesting phrase more equal than women male dominance prestige and power is baggage that both men and women are likely to bring to a relationship I don't know if personally that's been a thing with me just because whenever I get to the stage with a guy that I'm very comfortable with them and I've been hanging out with them and don't mind speaking my mind, I that doesn't cross my mind. Like I don't feel that their opinion's worth more than mine or I am like subconsciously being more submissive. Like I'm like, no, you're an idiot. I'm right. <laughs> you're my friend. I can tell you that you're being dumb. And it doesn't really like cross my mind that they're a guy and I'm a girl saying that. Um the only you time and that I both come from a mindset that's not very submissive in general. 
oh yeah <laughs> a little bit of outliers to the general like we're not super ladylike like I will say I do feel that and it's not with friends but with um like the doctors that I work with or like the male physicians that I work with I feel the need to apologize a lot more often I feel the need to like confirm things with them like double triple confirm things that are said and I know that it's right but I'll say it again um whereas with like the female doctors or the nurse practitioners that I work with um I typically don't do that as much. Like I realized that today I said that I'm, I'm sorry so many times. And one of my coworkers, why have you been saying that so much? And I was like, that's because I'm working with a dude and like a male doctor and I haven't worked with one. Yeah. I haven't worked with one in a hot minute. So I was just saying it all the time. I don't know. I don't, I think I am almost too self-assured sometimes. I have a little bit of the opposite problem. I feel like I kind of need to like prove myself even with my like, guy friends not to like a large degree because I'm pretty comfortable with most like I all the guys that I hang out with I've known forever and like we're totally past all that but like initially I feel like if anything I'm the opposite I come on strong I come on strong all the freaking time I was thinking (laughs) but yeah I'm not like I think in general that's probably true but not for me okay challenge number four the public eye dealing with doubters basically people don't believe that you're just friends that was the most frustrating thing on the planet to me in high school it that was mainly when that was a problem in college not so much because at least at like co-ed universities um it just becomes so normal to have a bunch of guy and girlfriends I feel like um or at least more so than you did to the degree in high school because it's just a large population (laughs) um but in high school I would get so frustrated when someone would tell me I'm like oh like I'm really good like friends with this guy and you're like oh he probably wants to date you or like he just wants to get in your pants and all this stuff and I'm like no we just talk about like this video game or like we just talk about homework or we just talk about like random ass stuff and I don't know I mean like I did have like one or two guy friends say that they liked me but that was just misguided <laughs> well, we'll that too. Yeah, that's a whole other thing <laughs> so I feel like I don't have that problem a lot of the time. Most of my guy friends have a crush on my other friends, I found. Ah, yes. That has happened with me as well. But um, as far as, like, other people, like, most of my problem is, like, I'll go out to eat. Like, okay, here's an example. Junior year, most of my friends had boyfriends, and I was, like, just looking for somebody to hang out with. And my friend Thomas had a girlfriend, but she is out of state, so or, like, they went to different schools. And so, like, he and I were, like, the only people who didn't have something to do on Friday night. So we would go out and get food a lot of the time. Super platonic, but, like, it would just be the two of us at a restaurant. And every single freaking time, the would put our checks together. And it was, like, very uh, frustrating after a while because, like, we'd be like, oh, we want to split it. And they'd be like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. It was, I don't know. It was annoying. Yeah, I remember when Tyler was... I'm not sure if he was dating Madeline or if it was someone else, um, but um, we went, we were grocery shopping together and we were just getting a few things and we got to the checkout and just, I think I owed him or he owed me, but we were kind of fighting about who was going to pay and like whose card was going to be on. And the cashier was kind of laughing like, haha, like you guys are like an old married couple. I was like, no, this bitch just won't let me pay for him, even though he <laughs> knows that I owe him from like this other time. I was like, no, she's just being dumb. And like... So yeah, and the I don't know. cashier was like, oh, I hope they end up happy together. 
I know. And the, I'm sure they're probably just like, huh, just give us one damn card, please. <laughs> so challenge number five, the meeting place, finding friends. And the research in this, it shows that gender groups kind of form even as early as elementary school. And when, so like girls hang out with girls, boys hang out with boys from a young age. It's called voluntary gender segregation. It continues into adulthood. And um, the like mixing really starts around puberty for like exclusively dating purposes. And it's just been like reinforced by like women being in the men being in the workplace. So it's like in the past and still now today, it's not as difficult, but like you just weren't in the same place. Like since you were small, it was hard to just like find dudes to hang out with platonically. Yeah. Unless I was going to say, unless I met them through my brothers basically, which then they would be in my home <laughs> or if like they were my neighbors and like we yeah. were in a cold attack and we were all playing a game or something. That was basically the only times I'd come into contact with, <laughs> with guys around my age. <laughs> and then obviously a little bit at school, but I mostly had, um, other girlfriends at school when I was in elementary and yeah, I think school. in elementary, I mostly had girlfriends. In middle school, I definitely had a lot of guy friends. Although, I don't know how platonic some of those were. But, you know, you're like 14. Yeah, you have a lot of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so these are the truths. The first one is friendship is not equal opportunity. Um, and that's the number of cross-sex friendships declines with age. Because, well, that has to do with, like, generations. Like, that may not be true for our generation anymore. But, like, presently, if you looked at a snapshot of people, older people, are more segregated again. Like, the, like, young kids are separated by gender, and then they come together, mm -hmm. and then they separate again by old age. So that's a truth. That's the facts. So we'll see what happens as we age. Truth number two is men benefit more from cross-sex friendship. Oh, I totally believe that. <laughs> This was my favorite thing. It was like, okay, um, they expect more emotional rewards from friendship. Women expect more emotional rewards from friendship than men do. So they're easily disappointed when they don't receive them. Women confide in women and men confide in women. <laughs> so nobody confides in men because they're not good at listening. That's what we call toxic masculinity, fellas. You just need to be able to be open, be vulnerable, talk with your guy friends better okay <laughs> truth number three is but women benefit too friendships with men are lighter and more fun men aren't so sensitive about things so women like can get into more like jokey friendships that aren't as like emotionally involved as women friendships like when you get in a fight with your best friend who's a girl that's like a super emotionally toiling thing but like if you're in a fight with your friend who's a guy it's usually not as like dramatic or bad and you can bounce back it's just more like it's it's lighthearted like mm -hmm. just one of the boy <laughs> i will say the only reason because i can't remember having a big fight with any of my friends yeah, recently i have had fights with friends and they have typically been with girlfriends i will say that's also because i've been closer to them so yeah. i've been more hurt when something goes wrong or like we'll hurt each other more just because we're so so close that it feels more like a betrayal um and with guy friends i don't think i've ever been so like that close that anything they've done has really hurt me on the same level um i had another point i was gonna say that definitely just feels like overgeneralization just because when i think about 
our guy friends, like our mutual guy friends, my guy friends, they're all, they're actually pretty good, I would say, at communicating their emotions or like saying what upsets them or like what stresses them out, like, yeah. and stuff like that. And so I was like, I don't know, like, they're pretty straightforward with that. Um, so yeah, that was my point yeah. on that. So truth number four is cross-sex friendships are emotionally rewarding, which is because you get um, the opposite gender's perspective on your things that you're sharing <laughs> <laughs> on stuff in your life <laughs> which i think is true um truth number five is it's not all about sex and this a has to do with sexual orientation it says and then it's 67 percent of 300 college students who were surveyed report having had sex with a friend 56 percent of those subjects did not transition the friendship into a romantic relationship <laughs> suggesting they preferred friendship over sex i personally try not to sleep with my friends because i find that would complicate things i yeah i feel like once i already have an established friend it's harder for me like unless something changes like they completely change in some degree or like i'm at a completely different place in my life like and some unless something big kind of changes it's hard for me to just be like nope i no longer see you friend you are appealing to me like in that way so i don't know it'd be it'd be difficult it's a high risk high reward situation i think and I would have to be pretty confident of my odds, like, of this working out for at least a long-term relationship. So I've never uh, done that, and I don't plan to, because I like to keep things separate. Yeah, there's just there's just not a lot of my guy friendships that there's any sexual tension. Yeah. Like, I don't feel any sexual tension, and I feel like that would need to be present to <laughs> instigate something like that. Um, and I just feel like there isn't any. There's, like, never any at all, ever, in your life? Well, the, with the guys that I listed earlier, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, okay, I get that. I know those guys. <laughs> you know those guys. We know those guys. Those Super guys are our friends. <laughs> Super chill. Emotionally open. <laughs> no sexual tension yeah. guys. <laughs> okay, truth number six is male-female friendships are political. And this pretty much just means it upsets the agreed-upon social order. Um, but it's becoming more of a thing just that's the whole that's that's my summary like ah uh, yes it upsets the social order but it's less, becoming more yeah becoming casual more, and frequent i have some more numbers for you to guess on this week's episode are you ready yes okay researchers tell us that men and women can be friends but do we really believe them a survey of more than 1400 members of match.com wow yeah 1400 i can read Members of Match.com dating site revealed that they were an optimistic bunch. Um, okay, so the first question is, do you believe men and women can be platonic friends? Do you think more people said yes or no? I think more people said yes. Yes, 83% of people. Hails, yeah. <laughs> okay, what percentage of people do you think have had a platonic friendship that crossed the line and became romantic or sexual? Mm, I'm going to say 40%. 62%. Oh, no. I was in the wrong side. This is a different study, but this is also the exact same percentage of people who claim sexual tension in their uh, cross-sex friendship. So that's interesting. But this is a different study. Okay. Who is more likely to misinterpret the intimacy of friendship for sexual desire? Guys. Yeah. 
felt obvious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is it possible to fall in love with someone who first enters your life as a friend? What percentage of people do you think said yes? Oh, I thought you were just asking me for a second. I was like, well, I feel like it's happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say 38. You think 38% of people said it's possible to fall in love with someone who was your friend first? I don't know. I'm clearly not great at guessing these It's 94%. <laughs> Holy moly. Okay. What do you see, personally I feel think like, on that one? I, I say feel yeah. like that's a problem of wording because I feel like a lot of people are like would like to be friends with the person that they're involved with but yeah. it's also this is saying you are friends you are in a friendship first and then you become yeah. lovers well, but says, not saying possible. that you're friends with your current lover yeah so i okay. am angry about semantics <laughs> okay that's fine i'm always angry about semantics this next one says do you hope that when you do fall in love your partner will have started out friends do you think more people said yes or no okay so this is kind of getting on but this is kind of the same thing as the last one. Well, the first one is, but, is it possible? And this one is, do you and this, hope that they okay. were friend first? Um, I'll say 80%. 71 of people, or is, <laughs> 71%, <laughs> 71% of people said Only yes. Only 70% of your body <laughs> agrees to this. 71% of people say yes. Both of I your arms, no. Say no. I don't, I don't hope that they start out as my friend. I hope I that like, I it, like a find a person. person. Yeah. yeah, it's a new person. I find them. We hit it off. There's chemistry. We have the intention to date, and then we also become friends once yeah, we are dating. Yeah, I would like to be friends with the like, person. It's kind of like a simultaneous thing, but you know from the get-go that you're interested in each other. Rather than you were not interested, you did not have any sex tension, you were just friends, yeah. and then, oh, suddenly, now we are lovers. <laughs> so, all of that's true about somebody who you meet, like, as an adult person, but I this other thing, um, it's called the Westermark effect, and I actually learned about it a little bit in my psychology of marriage class, which I will never stop talking about, and, um... This is just a little fun fact. We're not going to get, like, way into this. But if you were raised with somebody, like, if you saw that your mother was taking care – like, okay, I'll just read the little quote. It says, research on human inbreeding avoidance has uncovered at least two central cues to the detection of siblings, witnessing an infant being taken care of by one's mother and growing up in proximity to a child. So what that means is when you're, like, small and you see your mother taking care of somebody else, it doesn't matter if they're your actual sibling – Um you are not going to be attracted to them because it's a form of incest avoidance. Your DNA says, nope. And so it saves you from that. So if you grew up with somebody, there's like a good shot. You're not going to like fall in love with your uh, next door neighbor who your mom nannied or something like that. So that's fun. I'm glad that we have that. <laughs> yeah, that's handy. Um. Okay, but let's talk about maybe my least favorite thing in the whole world, the just friends talk. I mind it so much because I feel like I sometimes am the just friends asker. So we're kind of on different ends of that a little bit. Why do you want to be friends? <laughs> um, okay, so, I need some anecdotal evidence. Like, give me a situation where okay. like, let's just be. So, I have two situations that were definitely different in how I asked slash wanted to be just friends after we stopped talking. 
Um, the first was with Study Abroad Boy. He, like, I liked him, and we spoke, and we were still talking kind of after I came back to the U.S., and then he started seeing someone else, and I was very upset by it, and I was like, no, we can still be just friends, just because I still have him in my life, kind of, and I still wanted to talk to him, because I missed him, um, but didn't go so great because of all of those reasons. I still missed him and liked him <laughs> and he was with someone else. So sense of humor. I thought I could like, if I thought if I initiated being just friends, I'd be able to move past it. And then we genuinely would be just friends, but I couldn't and I made it weird. So, so we just had to stop talking. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the second instance was after college and I was like kind of talking to this guy um it wasn't really serious or anything um but I liked him and we had a good time and um he basically was also started seeing someone else but I it didn't really hurt me this time because I wasn't super invested I was like oh it sucks he seems cool but like that's fine and I asked to be, I was like, it's, I'm totally cool with being just friends. Like, we can still hang out. We can still, like, watch this show that we started watching together. It's fine. And then, like, the ne- when we had made plans to get lunch. Like, I had said all that. And then we made plans to get lunch. And then the next day, or, like, really early that morning, he was just like, lunch isn't going to happen. And I just said, okay. And <laughs> then, like, we never spoke <laughs> So, like, I didn't, I never knew, like, why he just randomly was like, oh, lunch isn't going to happen. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I didn't ask for a reason. I didn't know if he was busy, if he was just like, no, I can't actually be friends. I don't want to be friends with you or whatever. I was just like, that's fine. And then we just stopped talking. <laughs> and it, I mean, that was okay, too. It was just kind of a bummer because I was like, oh, like, I wouldn't have minded being friends with you, actually. Like, that would have been fine. But, oh, well. Um, and those are my two instances of being just friends. It went terribly because of me and my unresolved issues and still kind of harboring on the fact that I liked that person. Um, and the second one, because he, I guess, did not want to. So, Well, I have opposite feelings from you, and I have a whole hell of a lot to say on this topic. So, <laughs> so let's get started. Let's get into it, shall we? Okay, do we want to go... Most recent, or we'll go chronological, so like from the past. Okay, so the last two dudes I've been like emotionally invested in, which the first one that I'm about to talk about, we're calling him T shirt. I almost called him <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, and you can guess why. Just, just look <laughs> up a picture of Winnie the Pooh, just like think about the context for that. Um, maybe we'll get into that story another day, but we're gonna gloss over that for now. But okay. So t-shirt here. Um, the situation we're in is we um, spent a lot of time together because of um, our employment situation. And at first, I wasn't interested. And then the more time I spent with him, I was like, oh, this dude's cool. Like, I didn't initially – I wasn't initially attracted. And then, like, his personality, like, I was apparently. And – so there was like a vibe, you know, there was like a vibe for a mm-hmm. while. And then my work situation changed. So we weren't working as closely together. And he asked me out on like, it was some confusion too. Cause it was like, this whole thing was fucked. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm just like thinking about the past and who I was and who I am and how terrible that was. But, um, yeah. So like we ended up going out on like one date 
and we didn't hook up and I was like oh are we gonna like date because I stayed over at his house for a very long time we like talked and stuff and then the next time we got together it, it was so hard to get like make plans with him anyway but the next time we got together we like hooked up and I was like oh cool I guess we're like maybe gonna date and then he like just went MIA and like ghosted me which was very bad for my brain for a while I can attest to that. I can attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> in the process of having um, a weekend that she came to visit me in Columbia, and it was uh, stressful times. Stressful times for sure. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it because I don't like literally just break up. All I want is a up with me. Uh, anyway, um, so we didn't end up dating, which is fine because that's not what I originally wanted. Anyway, and then he like showed up again. And because he did this, he'd pop in and out. He showed up again, and then he was talking, and then he basically was like, "I just want to hook up." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I can do that. That's fine. That's fine with me." And then he was like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to date you." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to date you either." He was like, "We can like hook up and be friends." And I was like, "Oh, I don't want to be your friend." Because <laughs> and he was like, "What? Well, this is all over fucking Snapchat message." So, which is a whole another thing. But, that is a um, whole episode in and of itself, it how much we hate communicating solely on Snapchat, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, so, yeah, okay, so he was like, I don't want to date you, and I said, I don't want to date you, and he was like, but we can be friends, and I said, I don't want to be friends, I just want to hook up, and he could not fathom that, all he kept saying was, well, I don't want to date you, and I'm like, yeah, Bo, I hear you, loud and clear, I don't want to date you either, you're real flaky, <laughs> like, ugh. Anyway, so obviously that didn't work out, but he, like, wanted to be friends, which was very, very, very frustrating to me. So that's T-shirt. And then the chronological order, this guy um, we're going to call football, because I really liked football. <laughs> okay, I thought we were, like, dating because, you know, we were dating. Um, <laughs> I thought we were dating because we were. But um, he was so nice. I'm sure he's still nice. Me, I have mixed feelings on football. <sighs> I've never met either of her guys that she's most recently talked about, but, like, and I've, I've just heard the stories and I'm very frustrated by both of them. He was so nice the whole time and I really liked him, but the way this kind of went down was like, he had a conversation with me where he was like, I'm still like on dating apps. And I was like, all right. I mean, we haven't had like an exclusivity conversation. That's fair. Like if you like, I'll be patient if you need to figure your shit out for a minute. And then we had another conversation, like, a couple weeks later where I was like, hey, um, I actually don't want to be patient anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you – we've been seeing each other for, like, uh, four months, and if you aren't interested, uh, if you're not sure, that probably means something, and um, I want to date you. And if you don't want to date me, here we are. And he was like, well – we could still hang out not romantically. And at that point, I swear to God, I almost had an aneurysm. Like, I had gone into that conversation. Like, we can attest to the, this is the, the monologue I mentioned in episode one. I practiced for, like, weeks. Um, yeah, so I had, like, gone into this, like, very prepared for this to possibly be the outcome where, like, we break up. And things don't go the way I want it to. And I knew, I, I had a good feeling that's how it was going to go. But I felt like might as well shoot your shot, you know? And, but as soon as he was like, we can out like not romantically, 
all of that cool, calm, like, stuff that I worked so hard to curate, like, went out the window. And I start laughing like a crazy person because, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to be your friend, which I realized sounded, like, so awful because, like, I really, like, in another reality, and I told him this, too. I was like, in another, like, reality, I would be your friend, but that's not what I'm trying to do here. And it just, like recently has been very much bothering me that the last two guys that I've like you know like genuinely put some effort like emotional effort like into have been like well we can be friends I'm like no I have friends I have plenty of friends (laughs) and so that has been like a point of just enormous frustration for me this like just friends situation and I don't know what to do about it and I don't know like why I'm like cool enough to be like friends with people but like not date like i mean like you can't force it obviously but like if you want to hook up it's with frustrating you when you kind friend, of i'm just saying you have the idea already like you had the vibe you had the chemistry you've been on like some dates and you have the idea some of date, dating in your yeah. head already and then my work party they try and switch it up really quickly anyway. yeah that one no that one that Football confuses the hell out of me. Football confuses the hell out of me. We sound like dumb girls. <laughs> We're like talking. I know. We don't F- get- Football is confusing. <laughs> what? How are the points made? <laughs> but- no, this individual, football. Yeah, no, I really think that he got freaked out. I, I can... I don't really blame him. I just wish he would have broke up with me, you know? It was like pulling teeth to get him to break up with me. And he was like, we can still be friends. But I don't want to be friends with these people because it hurts me <laughs> to be friends. I don't want to see them. I want to move on because then I'm just like, why don't you? Like, it. I'm a big proponent of blocking people on social media. Yeah. I I think that probably would have been better for me. And especially with Sarad. I try. Actually, I would get drunk try and block him get sober up the next day unblock him and re-add him yeah i know and then he'd kind of be like what's going on and i'm like haha i'm crazy um and so yeah i was very all over the place with trying to get over and also be just friends with him so that was definitely all on me for that (laughs) not working out um but uh yeah i think i should definitely at least unfriend um kind of remove the temptation of seeing them on my timeline all the time so for t-shirt we're facebook friends but i've um what unfollowed post yeah yeah yeah. unfollowed his post so like i would have to give up which i'm not gonna do which i have done well i mostly don't but i've done it like in the past like when this was like fresher yeah so yeah no actual side note have you ever been like wow i was insane for eight months because like when i first (laughs) Oh, definitely. Did I not just detail <laughs> to you how weirdly I handled the trying to be just friends situation? It yeah. was months and months and months of me kind of trying to reach out and then drunkenly like either yelling at them or unfriending them and then adding them back. And they were like, I really don't need this in my life, <laughs> which fair on them. Um, another engaged. So great. <laughs> Yeah, no, with T-shirt, like, when I first met him, I wasn't into him. But then it, like, happened, and I was, like, very into him. And then, like, now I still see him sometimes, and I see him, I'm like, what the hell? Like, what? (laughs) What was I thinking? What was I doing? I spent so much time thinking about that guy. He's like, "Uh, no, uh uh-uh. 
He's a football. No, he's not a football. He's a t-shirt. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I'm not very the... into football. <laughs> I got the If football called uh, me, I would answer. If t-shirt called me, I would not. Oh, no. T-shirt. Yeah. I mean, honestly, football or t-shirt. No. From my outsider perspective, both of them should be sent to Goodwill. But no. T-shirt is garbage. Football is confused he didn't have a lot of dating experience and i think uh, he i think he will be better for someone in the future and I all of your hard work that. yeah actually <sighs> oh well yeah no for football though i haven't blocked him on social media but i have hidden him from everything like you can mute stories on snapchat so i still have him on snapchat i block t-shirt but i still have football and I muted his story, so I, it doesn't come up. I can't, like, view it unless I look up his name, which I'm never going to do. And I muted him on Instagram, and I muted him on Facebook. So I don't see him unless I, like, look him up, which I've been really good about not doing. So I'm very proud of myself about that. But, yeah, I blocked T-shirt because he's an asshole, and I don't even want – I think the thing is, like, I do want the door open with football because I am um, hashtag not over it. And <laughs> – I'm just beyond done with t-shirt I need him to move he's not even from here I need him to go back where he came from actually that's not even true his whole thing sorry I'm gonna go off on this a little bit more his whole thing to why he didn't want to date was that like he could move at any time for like he was looking at other jobs and it's been over he hasn't left (laughs) yeah he hasn't gone anywhere so like hmm how's that working out for you t-shirt anyway so, yeah, those are, like, recent just for – I've also – I'm pretty sure I've, like, confused the hell out of a couple guys with um, saying I should be fr- – most recently, this fellow will refer to as Fishpick. <laughs> um, he asked me out when I was going out with football, and I told him that I was seeing somebody. And then, like, a month later, he didn't know football and I had broken up. Football and I were, like, not quite broken up but we weren't exclusive and I knew it was coming. And Fishpick was like, hey, I'm getting drinks with some guys that I we all know. Do you want to come out? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, yeah, we can be friends. But when I said we can be friends, I thought I had a boyfriend. And then when we went out and got drinks, I knew I didn't have a boyfriend. And so uh, Fishpick and I definitely hooked up. And after i was like yeah we can be friends and so i know i just confused the hell out of him and we have never discussed like i still like talk to him like i have a snapchat from him sitting on my phone right now and so like i don't know what he thinks uh our relationship is and i'm curious but i'm not like curious enough to ask yeah you're you're definitely in a weird limbo with fish pick of your own doing (laughs) super concerned i think we're both kind of just super casual about it right now I feel like I was gonna say I feel like if he wanted more clarification, he would definitely ask. Yeah, you. I don't think he's like super concerned about it, and I'm not super concerned about it either. But the point is, I was very confusing because I was like, "Yeah, we could be friends," and then we became very good friends <laughs> between <So>. the sheets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just wanted an excuse to say that phrase. Um. Oh, God, I hate that so much. I hate that. I'm so sorry it had to be you. Um, yeah, why don't you talk about your friend? Um, I honestly, and all of my examples are old. Those are the last two times that I can remember, like, 
me trying to be just friends with someone after we've like spoken like been talking and hooked up and stuff um i can't remember in recent memory any of the people like we decided to be just it kind of just fizzled out and we just stopped talking and both of us were fine with that because there hasn't i haven't had anything serious past like at least a year apparently neither have i (laughs) okay i haven't had anything serious like ever yeah true i've literally never had anything like serious serious i've had serious feelings but (laughs) the relationship itself serious and i think that's where the serious feelings came from um it upset me um yeah i've never had anything super serious okay so another just friends scenario have you ever been in a situation where there was a guy who was interested in you and you were like no i'm just interested in being friends and that did not play out the way you wanted it to so when i talked about those guys being misguided um with their liking me in high school um (laughs) i definitely think it was probably because that was one of the first times a girl has spoken with them regularly and also been interested in a lot of the same things as them so i think they were mistaking good friendship for liking me (laughs) because i'd be like oh no i also like to play like this computer game we can play together after school or like we can go to see this movie because i love that movie or uh like we can talk about like what happened in class today like we just like would speak all the time and we would just be good friends and i think that that was the first time that they've had a lot of common interests with a girl to be honest wow and they were straight guys and they were like oh i must love her and i was like nah you don't um so that's my problem and and then they didn't so it was fine (laughs) yeah um in college i had class with this guy who will be called california and he was from can you guess where he was from california and um he had this like really big thing for country music and like southern culture and i like country music and i wear cowboy boots on a pretty regular basis not as much anymore now that i have to like wear clothes to work but like i used to wear my boots like to class all the time and i think he saw that and was like he like romanticized me as an individual because like i didn't know him that well i just sat by him in class and he was like cool or whatever like i thought we were friends like i thought we were friends and apparently he thought that like there we had like a vibe and he like asked me out and I said no because you know I didn't want to go out with him and I thought that was pretty clear but for the next three years or like two years like this was sophomore year this all started for the next like two years he was like I was I was like, okay, we can be friends because we had classes together still and we had, like, some mutual friends and stuff. And so he ended up in my, like, social gatherings. But he was always trying to make a move on me. And I was like, take a hint, California. I said (laughs) that – and at one point I was just, like, super explicit. And I was like, hey, I'm not interested. I'm emotionally unavailable right now. I am really stressed about getting a job and I'm not interested in dating anybody. To which he apparently heard, I want to make out with you here in this bar. And that's – uh, it did not go the way he wanted it to because I ended up dancing with another dude who lived in my apartment. <laughs> literally running away with this other guy like to another location. I'm holding I mean, hands sometimes... with this other guy and I'm like, I'm emotionally unavailable. Which was true, <laughs> but like, confusing. Sometimes you gotta, you just gotta spell it out. 
by words and actions. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, but uh, he still didn't get it. So I don't know what to do about that. That's one where, like, I thought we were just friends, but he was in love with me. And I don't even think he really liked me. I think he just liked the idea of me. Yeah, I... A similar thing happened freshman year. Um, I was, like, kind of friends with this guy. Like, Abby and I had both hung out with him a few times. Um, And once I told him that he needed to, like, watch this movie, I was like, oh, you haven't seen it. You need to watch this movie. And he took that as oh, we're going to watch this movie together. And he was like, oh, I'm free now. Like, want to go watch it? And I was you like, oh. watch a movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that, uh, sure, <laughs> I guess. And we watched it, and then he asked me out. And I was like, okay, so he thought I was kind of asking him to, like, do this together. And then he was like, ah, yes, she's interested. And I felt bad because I don't know why, but – I just saw him as a friend, and I said yes because I never. Uh, that's a mistake. Don't go on dates. Yeah, go on. I had never like outwardly rejected someone before, so I was like, yeah, sure. Like he's nice enough. Yeah, and then I just kept pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off until eventually he was like, you don't want to go on the date, do you? And I was like, what? I'm moving out. <laughs> like, and I had like one of my boxes in hand. I was like, I'm leaving this dorm now. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh my god, I say no. Like if I know I should I think I've gotten better about it but I was a freshman and bad at it and I don't know and I'm pretty sure he's doing great now and has like a serious girlfriend so I'm glad because I was a dick so yeah no I think it's best for everybody if you don't want to go on a date with somebody to not go on a date with them Oh, yeah, no, I definitely should have been straightforward, but I just, well, like, it was, for some reason, I felt pressured because he did it, like, in person. He was like, do you want to go on a date with me? Like, do you want to go get dinner? And I can't remember the last time at that point that I had been asked out in person and not, like, it, yeah. through Facebook Messenger, through text or something. Oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, God, it's happening in person. He's nice. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Uh, Sure. And then, like, later i was like why did i do that that was a dumbass move california asked me out in person and i said no and then he loved me you're stronger than me but it still didn't turn out well for you (laughs) everything turns out bad even if i'm straightforward i i just don't want to waste anybody's time you know like i love guys who don't want to date me to stop dating me that would be super cool because (laughs) the last two guys i like went on dates with like didn't want to date me so that's um exhausting so don't take me on a date if you don't want to date me that's that's the takeaway for this that's, podcast. yeah that's the takeaway if you don't want to date us uh don't take us on dates and we will stop saying yes to dates that we don't want to go on sarah will stop saying yes to dates. sarah will stop on. saying yes to dates she doesn't want to go on i don't think i have that was a long time ago that was freshman year of college that was got six years ago no <laughs> are we that old yeah no i hate i hate that so much i hate that you i need to stop saying that i'm old though because while i feel it at the ripe old age of almost 24 i keep saying that i keep making that joke because i'll be turning 24 soon i'm like i'm getting so old and i work with a lot of people who are older than me (laughs) there's only i think like one girl that i know of that's actually younger than me and she's like a year or two younger than me and everyone else is pretty i would say at least like five to 10 to 20 to 40 years in me because I work with like doctors and stuff too. And so I'll be like, oh man, I'm turning so old. And they're like, Sarah, seriously, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, 
<laughs> we hate it when you say that. <laughs> okay. So bringing it back to being friends with people you're romantically interested in. Sarah, do you think you can successfully be friends with an ex? Um, hasn't happened yet, uh, for faults of my own and also the other person not wanting to, seemingly. Uh, so it personally hasn't worked out. I'm sure in the world there are people that it works out for. I feel like people have also had more amicable breakups, have had, like, kind of more, oh, we're both kind of not feeling it, but you're a pretty cool friend, so let's stay friends. I feel like that does happen. That can happen. All of the times that I've stopped talking to someone has mainly been that they started seeing someone else, so it was more one-sided. Um, yeah, so I feel like for other people, it could definitely work out. People a little more emotionally stable as well, I'm sure. Uh, I'm not the shining example of that, so... <laughs> um, in my life, I have a number of friends who've, like... Well, I'm still friends with all my friends from high school. And in high school, I went to the arts high school, so there was, like, three guys in our friend group, and all my friends rotated and dated them, like... So everybody dated each other pretty much. So all the girls dated them, except for me. I dated a different guy. But they're all friends with each other still for the most part. And I think that was young enough and like we're far enough past it now and it was like casual enough where it's not super weird. So in that kind of scenario, yes. But I think in a situation where – I'm speaking generally. I think in a situation where there's like unrequited emotions or like any kind of – like difficulty in the break like any kind of like disagreement I don't think you can I think it's a bad idea I think it's um it's you're like twisting the knife you know like it like it hurts to see like some like if you can't have it and it's like dangling it right in front of your face and you're like oh we're friends that like that fucking sucks and so personally I have no interest in being friends with my ex I would love to be able to move countries every time I break up with somebody so I just never have to see them because one time I ran into a t-shirt at the grocery store with my mom on a day that I was already having a bad day and I had to exit the produce section because I was not in a mental place to deal with it and my mom was like loudly being like what why are you why are we and I'm like shut up mom we gotta get out of the produce <laughs> section and so I really these you know, broccoli are making me emotional yeah, yeah. This broccoli's making me angry, and I'm not trying to fight it here in the grocery store. Yeah, so that's how I handle stuff. So I really don't think I personally can be friends uh, with any of my exes, and I don't want to. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just hard when it's one person still being invested and still yeah. seeing that there's something there, and then the other person being like, uh, I either don't want to talk to you or I've already started talking to someone else. And you're kind of just like, wow, uh, that's a bummer. I thought there was going to be something here. Um, or if there was like a betrayal of some sorts and they like cheated on you or they lied to you about something major and that's why you broke up, I feel like you probably shouldn't be friends with that person. No. Or if you do plan on being friends with that person, not for a little while. Like definitely give yourself a break and like have some time to yourself, have some time with that person not in your life every day and for you to kind of like heal and reflect on it. And then maybe later you've come to terms with it, maybe be friends. But I feel like in those situations, probably best to not be friends with the person that cheated and or lied to you or some other major betrayal to you. Um, I feel I like think, that would not be Yeah, it advice. just keeps a door open and it keeps this like cycle yeah. of pining. And I think social media is so bad for that. Like you see them and you're like checking on like their stories. What are they doing? Are they having fun without me? Like if you're friends still, like you're still friends with social media. Mm -hmm. 
I'm a big proponent of blocking and moving on with your life. Uh, not even blocking. Like, you can, like, not block them. Just, like, unfriend them. Because you don't need to be friends with them. Yeah. I always view it as I have to remind myself that people typically only put their best stuff on social media. So they try and seem their happiest, try and seem like everything's great. Everything's super on social media. And I have to remind myself that's what everyone's doing. So that might not be how things are. But it's so hard <laughs> sometimes. And you're like, oh, wow, there's like so many happy pictures of them together or like there's like they're having a great time with their life and doing so much stuff and like what am I doing other than stalking them on social media so I have to remind myself hey I also only put like my best things on social media like my best pictures my times that I hang out with friends and are in cool places and I'm seeing like I'm having a great time I'm not gonna upload something and just being like hey I'm chilling <laughs> just sitting in my bed having a mediocre time about it yeah, no, that said, like, sometimes just see, like, being reminded of that person is enough of a gut punch for me to, yeah. like, put me in a bad mood. Like, I am not super great at moving on in general. So just, like, seeing, like, even if they're, like, it's just a picture of them smiling or whatever, they're not doing anything, like, super cool and they're not, like, with somebody else enough for me to be, like, oh, remember how they don't want to date me? That hurts. <laughs> and so, like, it's not worth it to be friends like the reward is not high enough it's just a cycle of pining in my opinion unless like you really didn't have feelings but in my case I don't get involved with people I don't like mm -hmm. yeah true I don't know if I had anything more to add okay I think this is a good enough place as any to kind of wrap things up so to sum up this episode we have guy friends you can have guy friends we don't want to date our guy friends but we do want to be friends with the guys we date. Sarah and I have had zero successful post-relationship friendships. I can never see myself being friends with an ex. And Sarah's pretty good at, like, drunk messing, messing that up. So I don't really <laughs> see that uh, panning out for her either, not to be negative. But the two takeaways for you as an audience is don't take us out on dates if you don't want to date us. That's the first one. And then the second one is Sarah's going to stop saying yes to dates she doesn't want to go on. And you should, too. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Our Twitter and Instagram handle is at the Lonely Sluts. And our Gmail is thelonelysluts at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments, any stories you would like us to tell, definitely send those to those places. Our DMs are open. Thanks so much for listening to us, and we'll talk at you again soon. Bye. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late now. <laughs>